0: The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation.
1: Let me tell you what who deserves to shot in the United States it. I'm here. the champion, I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW and I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam up guy, Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason, wait a minute, L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here, please, he's a great wrestler, he's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes he's 50 pounds, who are you to, to, to doubt L. Dandy, this guy's a serious professional, so let's talk about some serious how about him? Hypnosis. let's get told, Psychosis. Whatever. Psychosis.
2: whatever, he's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLaRente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo?
0: Listeners, what's up? I don't think this is the season premiere of the um cast, but <laughs> we here. you might have heard my second time y'all be my voice this week, so you know, be
2: blessed. What are you talking about, man? It's a celebration this week, man. We're celebrating eight years of the of the Wrestlecast.
0: Uh, yeah, years of this thing about yeah. Man. You know, it. You know, you know, classic. You know, we're back up, and like I said. Just be, just uh, you heard the voices of Greg, Don, and Sam, and then DD came along, and then next thing you know, kind of like the the commentary teams on WWE, you know, he had some swapping out. You know, you know, you heard me in the guest spot, and so next thing you know, Don just tells me via episode again, yeah, um, "I'm valuing your services for the unscored reason. I was like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> That's sometimes, how I got on. Yeah, like, sometimes you just have no, to elevate their no talent. It wasn't no, it was no conversation ahead of time. It was just like, "Yeah, you're gonna do it, and that's that, Mike." Okay, <laughs> no problem. I
2: saw something in you you didn't even know you had in yourself. He was just like, he was like, you
0: know what? He's getting called up. <laughs> like,
2: exactly. Boom. Yes. So this is a glorious week here on the WrestleCast as we're celebrating. Uh, eight years throughout the Raw cast, Wrestlecast, SmackDown Matters, NXT cast. So, you know, thank you guys Don't for. Don't forget, um, cast, um, Strong style, Cast is Strong Style, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, everybody that's underneath the umbrella, we definitely appreciate all the time that you guys have spent talking to me, watching wrestling with me, commenting about wrestling with me, hosting podcasts with me. So it's definitely been a lot of fun, and we continue to do it and continue to build a great community, uh, just like this past weekend with the Extreme Cast uh, hashtag.
0: And it shows the, it shows the involved. It shows the involved of the WrestleCast. We went from just, you know, doing up just the podcast, and then next thing you know, we started doing the live tweets, and the next, those you know, spaces came around, and we just took it there. So, yep, you know, yes. that's I thank you for just continuing this community of ours. You know, we, you know, you put in, I know you do a lot of hard work and we just, you know, I did say we just enjoy just talking, wrestling, you know, just having a good time, you know, you know, just with other people who, you know, are like us and as well. And just, you know, just keep it, you know, just keep it, you know, like you said, commentary with color and we just keep it like a close knit family, so to speak.
2: That's right. That's right. So, all my day ones and day twos and day threes. <laughs> we appreciate all of y'all, man. So continue to listen. And uh yeah, rock right with the Patreon page as well. I know you know some people don't want to pay for extra content. Understandable. I mean it's good like good it's just five dollars. It's some good stuff. Yeah,
0: pay the five. Pay, five. pay the five. Just pay the five. Don't be like Bart we don't want to pay the five on the rent. Yeah. You know pay, <laughs> pay the five and you'll and you'll get some some good content. You'll get to hear semi ranting on Um, AEW, and you know, you hear us talk about other random stuff on the dark match. You know, it's good stuff on it. Yeah, very good stuff. Very good stuff. Uh,
2: We've got some very good stuff to talk about this week here on the Rawcast. If you want to hear our thoughts on Extreme Rules, well, you got to listen to the Wrestlecast as we've already given our thoughts with Miss Jade to the max. So go back and listen to the latest edition of the Wrestlecast as we break down the Go Home episode of SmackDown Matters and also. Extreme Rules, featuring the return of Bray Wyatt. So we come to the season premiere, like you said, Mo, of Monday Night Raw. We're going to celebrate 25 years of Degeneration X. So the crew's all backstage, Road Dogg, X-Pac, Shawn Michaels, they're in their you know, traditional black DX gear, black and green shirts. We got Triple H being a boss in his suit on the headset, gorilla <laughs> position. Triple H basically tells them all the things they can't do, and of course they do all of those things, including swearing and talking about penis jokes. So it's just a bunch of you know
0: middle age. Definitely men. a play on the um is the play on the um the the um the which thing they did they did um back in the day have Triple H, Shawn Michaels in China the press conference they did mm-hmm. when they had mm-hmm. um the, uh, from the USA Network. <laughs> And the USA Network was like, hey, we like that. Keep keep, keep it keep it up.
2: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, it was, uh, you
2: know, just uh, what you expect from DX, you know, talking about cocks and there's rubber chickens over there and, you know, no cursing. And then all of a sudden every word they say is, you know, bleeped out. So they're just you know what? putting on the
0: hits. But when, when, when you think about the evolution of DX – you, you gotta think about that. Just the evolution of DX of just how they really how it really was just that immature, just faction from you know the '90s, and then they you know disbanded, came back. You know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels had a couple reunions, you know, and you start seeing just like okay, this is cool, it's the and everything. And then when we see it 25 years later, we're like, hey, he's using old. <laughs> Like these things are old, but you know, it's kind of like, you know, this was just like for the, for those of us that were around that time, it was just like this is what we grew up with, you know, telling people to getting in trouble for telling people to suck it, doing the suck it, um doing the suck it motion and everything.
2: Yeah. We got Kevin Patrick. He's introduced as our new lead, play-by-play commentator on Monday Night Raw with Corey Graves. And uh, yeah, the world wasn't too kind to Kevin Patrick. His first his first week on the job, so we'll hopefully
0: give him a month. to have some grace. It was just you Spine's know, his, we we I'm just saying we we know what we're used to getting on Monday Night Raw, so it's just like like not feeling it, but you know we gotta rock with it. You know, we gotta rock with it. Time to start the show officially. Here comes the
2: bloodline. Everybody's coming out. We look at uh, the confrontation between Logan Paul and the bloodline on SmackDown. Then Roman gets in the ring and talks about how he likes to move forward. He says, but this time though, he can't move past what happened last Friday, which has him thinking about something his dad once told him. His dad said the loudest in the room is also the weakest in the room. So he thinks that if you're loud and you're in the bloodline, you're a fool. Roman goes, Jay, are you a fool? And everybody's like, ooh. And he's getting ready to address Jay when Sammy cuts him off and says, uh, hey, Roman, uh, remember on Friday you uh, you made Jay my responsibility? Uh, I like a chance to handle it. And uh, Roman is like, uh, yeah, he is an honorary ooze. Go ahead, he's all yours. So he steps aside, and uh, this crowd begins to lose their shit. For Sami Zayn, as they had already lost their shit for him when he was in the ring when Roman first started talking. So Sami talks about how close he and Roman have gotten before talking about how great Cello Sequoia is. He talks about Jimmy, how nobody can, uh, nobody dislikes Jimmy, his great smile. But he's like Jay, he's like man, you, you you've been real uptight. You haven't really been flowing with the rest of us. He was like, you know, you, you haven't been
0: very usy lately. <laughs> Oopsie. I'm like, oh man, they that got that got to that gotta stick around. <laughs> they, that Uzi that has to stick around. It has to stick around. <laughs> so you know, uh, fellow
2: wrestling fan and my co-host on another score, Dwayne, he calls uh, he calls Sammy the mascot. Mascot. And I told him today that his comments toward Sammy Zane lately haven't been very Uzi.
0: Right, that's <laughs> what we were saying. Too. He was like. He was he was like, you know, get rid of the mascot. And I was like, you overruled in that one, sir. <laughs> he's over. And and even even Roman is like, you know, he's like, he's like, you know what? He is the honorary boost. You know, he like he like said he was in his responsibility. He said that Jay wasn't being very cool. And then he starts going around saying how Jimmy was cool and Jimmy was smiling and everything. And I was just thinking about it, first is it is the reverse for it's, a, it's the reversal for here because the It was Jay trying to get Jimmy on board and everything, and Jimmy was like, wasn't on board, and he finally fell in line. Mm -hmm. And that was just like, Jimmy's all smiling, everything's all cool, and now Jay's like, (laughs) Jay's definitely dealing with it. He's feeling the pressure. And Solo's there trying to be tough, but he will crack a smile, as he did last week. (laughs) When Sammy talking about the couch on fire story and everything, he cracking a smile. Well,
2: I, I think so. Sammy Zane has gets all of them because the man is just stealing scenes and he's so yeah. entertaining. Um and he definitely
0: and he definitely had Roman's cracking a smile Friday on SmackDown. And Roman was trying his they were trying their best just to keep it in, but you know. Yeah, so
2: Jay is just in disbelief and asked Roman. Is, is this a rib? Are you ribbing me? Or are you joking me right now, right? They going to let this fool be really in charge of me like that? And Roman's like, hey, don't look at me. And then uh, all of a sudden, Matt Riddle comes out to interrupt. So Riddle wants one more shot at Reigns. Roman pulls the crowd. Riddle asks if, uh, and of course, Roman's like, nah. <laughs> because they have a stipulation about Riddle getting that other title shot. As long as Roman has the title. Uh, so Riddle was like, okay, if you don't want to wrestle, maybe someone, uh, in the family will step up to the plate and Jay volunteers Sammy services. Riddle says, yeet, which Sammy is like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a bloodline thing. You can't, I can say yeet cause I'm, honorary ooze. he can say, yeet, he can say, yeet, he can but you can't say yeet. That's our thing. And Riddle's like, yeet. And then Sam was like, "Man, he's low key disrespecting you. You need to handle your business." And so yeah, Jay,
0: he was Jay was saying that. <laughs> yeah, Jay. So they uh so they set up a match for later in the evening. Yeah, Jay was definitely definitely trying to hype that up, talking about something. He was like, "Yeah, he was like, he gonna let him disrespect you like that?" I was like, "Here we go. We already 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 knew where this was heading to." <laughs> <laughs> uh So that brings us
2: to Austin Theory versus Johnny Gargano. Okay, uh, Austin Theory should need a wheelchair and a neck brace.
0: <laughs> he uh, should. That, that would be that would be a good add on for that.
2: Uh, Johnny Gargano hit like a German suplex, it, it, Austin Theory rolled outside of the ring. Then Johnny Gargano hit a running diving DDT to the floor, rolled Theory back in the ring, and then gave him the one final beat DDT immediately following. And he pinned Austin Theory. There's no way that man should be
0: able to walk on his own the next time. He definitely got to come up with it, the with it next race next week and just be like, Some he, he hurt me.
2: <laughs> this was an okay match. They are spinning their tires with Austin Theory. I guess they're just trying to figure out how they're going to get the briefcase off of him. Because it's very clear that they ain't got anything in mind for yeah, him. Yeah,
0: because every time he tries to cash in, he's getting fooled. <laughs> yeah, so
2: I don't know. I guess they're still at the drawing board or they haven't gotten the Austin Theory yet when it comes to the drawing board. But uh, we'll see how he progresses moving forward uh, throughout the rest of the fall and winter. Now it's time for Rey Mysterio versus Chad Gable. Rhea Ripley and Dominic come down the ringside. Gable hits a German suplex for a two count before grabbing the ankle lock. That's broken up. Bray hits that six one nine followed by the slingshot splash, and Ray Mysterio is your winner. Uh, after the match, Rhea, uh, excuse me, Ray gets surrounded by Dominic and Rhea. Dominic demands that Ray hit him until Dominic just slaps the taste out of Ray's mouth. The rest of Judgment Day comes in, so Ray fights them off until Dominic saves Finn Balor from the six one nine. Dominic still demands that Ray hit him, but as Ray goes to walk away, Dom's shoulder tackles him into the ropes. As a result, Rhea Ripley holds his hands and Dominic hits his father with the 619. This is where we need Michael Cole to be going insane on the commentary. This is where you would see Michael Cole was
0: definitely day. unhinged on Sunday. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: Kevin Patrick didn't bring, he don't bring no emotion. He the same. Tone. Right.
0: Like, Michael Cole was definitely, on, on Saturday night, was, like, definitely unhinged. He was channeling Jim Ross when he was, was, like, he was, like, somebody ought to hit that brat. <laughs> Call him a brat and everything. And it's just, like, you know, well, somebody did hit the brat because you'll, you'll talk about that in a little bit. But it's just, like, Kevin Patrick just wasn't, he was just, you know, he was just there. Like, I get more emotion from Corey Graves when he sees the men's getting, you know, Getting beat getting beat down by um Dexter Loomis. And that's all I'm just saying. If you go out, call to action, show emotion for Jimmy Swift, they get some they show some emotion eventually and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just like Kevin Patrick's not doing that right now. Like I said, it's his first week. Hopefully someone talked to him and say, Hey, you need to show some more emotion because, you know, we're getting reports from, you know, we're seeing fans reaction and they're not feeling your energy. So we need you to bring the energy. Mm-hmm. So after a commercial break, the judgment
2: day, they're still in the ring. They're bragging about how great they are. Finn Mm -hmm. Balor's bragging quite a bit about making edge quit. He says that, uh, he says he made edge quit while he, on the other hand is too legit to quit. So we (laughs) see a recap of the, I quit match and Rhea Ripley is rather pleased with the concerto of Beth Phoenix. Dominic says the concerto did it for him. And, uh, the crowd was booing Dom as, uh, as loud as they could. Uh, So that brings Finn Balor to AJ Styles. He says, tonight is the final ultimatum. So AJ Styles comes out to cut him off. AJ Styles says he needs some friends to help him here, if not even family. He drops to a knee in front of Balor and shakes his hand, but then he gets up and says that isn't the, the, Judgment Day isn't the family that he meant. So the music hits, and the good brothers, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, they hit the ring
0: for the brawl, the Judgment Day being cleared out of the ring, and I'm sure Vince Van was probably texting they Calling, like, "What the hell are they doing back here?" Because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he, because AJ was upset that he got let go in the first place, he was saying that um I forgot who it was. Could have thought fought. it was Paul Heyman. Stopped. Yeah, he said it was Heyman who could have fought harder for them to stay and everything, and you know that's right. Yeah, that's the beef he had with um Heyman. Mm-hmm. But um he got his boys back and then Fightful gave us a little tidbit about Carl Anderson as he's um New Japan Pro Wrestling's um current open heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. And and it was interesting is when they tweeted that out, New Japan retweeted that too. <laughs> maybe a little
2: forbidden
0: door action. Yeah, maybe a little bit forbidden door action because I mean I think they're probably still working with I think they're still working with some. I mean, AEW. I meant to say they're still working with some New Japan folks. Like, I think they still want Juice Robinson to come over there, and I think Will Ospreay might be doing some stuff with them. But um, yeah, it might might this be a little. They said I think I've also read that Carl Anderson has one more New Japan date left, mm-hmm. so he might be dropping that title, and then that's when um, I, mean, I showed that to you were um, Terry's boy and Anwar. You know they were saying, you know, giving giving some breakdown about, you know, um, Carl Anderson running back to it back. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was good to see, it's good to see him back. You know, um, it's like they, AJ got his back up, so you know that could be something for the Judgment Day. They, they still say they needed they need a um a woman to deal with um Rhea, so. I wonder who they might find.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For, um,
0: cause Rhea, cause Red's just been, Red's just been doing her thing, and like you said, she's a top heel in the company. I'm like, without, a, without, without, without a um, doubt, because yeah,
2: she's been a huge X factor
0: in the last. I remember, I remember months. when you, you know, you said in the past episodes you were like, you know, she's what they need. Can you say without her, things wasn't really, um. Wasn't really progressing, and then she came back off on the place, and then they grabbed Dominic. Sometimes
2: and, I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this wrestling thing.
0: You know. I'm just saying, you know, Never they You look, look, this they probably see when the when the said, "Let's see, we talk more, we can steal, <laughs> and then we can kind of pass off the ideas our own, and then we'll be like, hey, we sit there on the show." <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Finn has said Finn has said something in the interview that. He's, he, he's working with Dominic. And he said you know, he might be getting a lot of static because of who his father is and how he didn't really go through what everybody else did, like NXT and, you know, doing that whole deal. He came straight to the main roster, and he was on there. And it was like we was disabled at that, that thing too, but he's working with some veterans. He's working with Finn Balor, who's, you know, a veteran in this industry. Damon Priest been around for a while too. You know, he learned from um, Rhea Ripley. And then, you know, I'm sure his father's still giving him some guidance on what to do and everything. So I'm I'm sure he's getting the the tutelage, you know, of those individuals.
2: This is starting to branch him out on his own, though. He's still associated with his father, but it's not a direct derivative of brave mysterio right. with the mask and the frost splash and right, and right right. that stuff this is him trying to find his own character his own way with his own evilness his own aggression his own voice on the mic
0: and right. it's starting to turn and, and head in a good direction all right now. so, so don let me ask you this mm-hmm. now i've noticed i know that you say this a lot in the past about um about when, you know, when wrestler um, A finally gets his hand on wrestler B, how the crowds going to react to it. What do you think the crowd reactions will be when Ray finally does hit Dominic?
2: Oh, as loud as those boos are when he be trying to talk on the mic, the cheers will be just as loud. They're going to be, as yeah, it's going to be large. Mm. To me, be large. Because the people are into this, even though. It's a storyline that in, you know, logic, you know, real life world, there's probably like 2% of the population who's actually this, like, hits home in a personal sense. Most people think it's just ludicrous. But they've done a great job in repackaging Judgment Day, adding Dominic, having Rhea be the one to stir the, the stuff up personally between Ray and Dom. And adding a little bit of Edge and best that has turned this whole thing into must
0: see TV for folks, right? So, yeah, because I've seen a lot. Um, I think it was a couple people in our um live tweet that was basically like they was just like, hit him, they was like, hit him, hit him. <laughs> you yeah. know, they wanted to see it's kind of like the the black woman who was um at um extreme Rules <laughs> was very hyped. Um, when the when the when the match
2: well, spilled. no she probably coming
0: back from the ba- what match was before <laughs> that was that the uh,
2: carrying cross match was before that yeah well that was carrying yeah, cross yeah, so and, um, obviously you know what I'm saying bathroom break you know she coming back from a concession stand she could just mind her business coming back to her no seat. no, no
0: that, that, that wasn't that match because they was talking about um oh it might have been the lighter match that happened before that no it wasn't that it was it was um it was Edge and Finn.
2: Now, I know which match it was, but which match was before that, though? Oh, shit. Was it the latter match? I think it was the latter match, right? Might the latter match. Yeah, so, you know, she just saw Binky win. You know what I'm saying? She got a few minutes in between the match to go to the bathroom, go to session stand or whatever. She uh, she heard the <laughs> bell ring, like, oh, snap, let me go back to my seat. The match just started, and all of a sudden, she had back to it. She can't get to her seat because the match is right there. That girl was going <laughs> crazy. <laughs> she 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 like stopped, like looked, jumped up, like oh my god, watched it for a second, <laughs> then ran and told like everybody who was like standing doing whatever. And they wrestling
0: right yeah, here? They, and they all came and right it had, back. had to hurry up and get over there <laughs> to kind of block them off. And it looked like a whole crowd was right there watching. Right. Right, yeah, that um, that's funny. that's a, that's the kind of things I love seeing in wrestling. That just you know just brings me joy. Just seeing just people just right there, just having loving it and having a good time, and just like you know, yeah. like oh man, this is this is this is everything. But um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's that's what I'm just saying. I'm just expecting the crowd to just react wild when Ray finally slaps Dominic and just gives him the ass for me. He probably didn't, never got. Because I remember Michael Cole was saying like Dominic never wanted for nothing. I said, well, he he must have get his ass whipped a lot by by Ray, and you know I'm sure Andy probably sitting there like, that's our baby boy. <laughs> Aaliyah Look.
2: like, man, y'all made me not y'all y'all wrote me out
0: for this. <sighs> you know you you, you you had me in the storyline with, with 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 Buddy for for just for for for, for, for just for this to happen for y'all to. Split up. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Damage control.
2: Their backstage interview. They're upset about Bianca Belair beating Bailey at Extreme Rules, and they promise that punishment is coming for Binky tonight. Bailey is going to beat up Candice LeRae. Um, Roman, Paul, and Solo, Sequoia. They're ready to hit the town in New York City. Uh, Roman says Paul set everything up, but he says that Jay Uso. They need to talk. Roman tells him he needs to stay and make sure that Sammy wins his match later on against Matt Rill.
0: It was just funny. He was like, um, he said, "Solo stay. He said, no, he's going with me. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, make sure my Andre Oost wins. I was like, oh, wow. I said, this is just turning. <laughs> it's yeah, Jay, more comical
2: by the minute. Jay realizing his order in the uh, on the totem pole. Went from going from the right hand man to you
0: know a little bit lower than he thought. So like, like, Damn, no, he's like, Damn, like I was, I was, I was main event J, and then kind of like what New Day said on SmackDown, <laughs> he's like, He's your daddy. <laughs> or as, um, I forgot, I think it was, um, was it Javon who said, Um, if he is he a supervisor? I said, Supervisor or lead, <laughs> and he put the office space <laughs> uh, we have oh man, good, good stuff.
2: Uh, we have Bailey versus Candice LeRae. A DDT to the knee has Candice down. The Rose planters counter into a cradle to give Candice LeRae the pin and the win. So Candice LeRae is winning. Now
0: this was the shocker for me right here that she beat Bailey. But you know what happens? You know what they say. What they say? What happens? What happens after the match is what everyone will be talking about. <laughs>
2: so what happens after the match is the rest of Damage Control. They run in, they beat down Candice LeRae So here comes Bianca Belair to make a save. Now that doesn't go so well though. Damage Control beat her down, and the numbers game is just too much. And Damage Control stands tall.
0: It was a funny thing was on I think it was on Raw Talk that they was talking to Kathy Kelly, you know, first Bailey was like, So good to have you back. Not. And then um she was saying, you know, Candace got lucky and Bianca needs to stay out of um the matches that don't concern her. So Dakota was like, It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Just is the mall. We'll take them all out. And then EO just said something, and and next thing you know, they were just like that means it's this is over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much. I was like, I was like, I said them I said I said Bailey is definitely, you know, showing like I said, she's her hair run is definitely one of the best. And, you know, we would I said she she was the white me baby face when she got called up. And now she's just showing her hair run is just amazing on so many levels.
2: The Miz, he runs into Maurice in the back. He's worried about Dexter Loomis ruining his birthday celebration, but she's got a gift for him. It's a beautiful baseball bat. So now it's time for the Miz's celebration complete with balloons, gifts, and an ice sculpture. Maurice introduces Miz and starts with the presents including the bat signed by the best long ball hitter in the game today. The Cleveland <laughs> Guardians, um,
0: uh, Ramirez, um, yeah, the one, with the one with the home run, the the, the one with the home run, on, I think was Saturday, yeah. So Maurice, he, said, he, he was going to say he, he, he was going to say Aaron Judge, all right? All right. <laughs> Jose Ramirez is who, uh yeah. is who the Guardians. He, said he, thought he was going to say Aaron Judge. <laughs> he was, and he had said something about, um, he said something about. Um, covered the rain. And I was like, hey, here we go. <laughs> uh, Maurice
2: gives him two massive red, uh, they look like yoga balls, uh, to go with the bat before having him open one more present. But the present is on the table. It's rather heavy. So when Miz pulls the box away, it reveals Dexter Loomis' Dexter head. Miz puts the box back on the table and beats it with the baseball bat. But Dexter Loomis pops out and he chokes the Miz out. So the Miz runs off scared to leave Dexter Lumis alone with Maurice, who gets ran away too. Uh, in this chaos, with oh, yeah. a vital card, oh, yes. Miss kicked
0: Maurice into the cake. Well, into Mick, the birthday cake. Miss
2: kicked Maurice towards the birthday cake.
0: <laughs>
2: Maurice did a whole bunch of other stuff, and then finally got some icing on her. And then you know Dexter.
0: He had the knife, and everybody kept saying, "Eat the cake, eat the cake." He takes a slice of the cake and eats it. I was like, "Yeah, he popped up, <laughs> he popped the balls with the knife." he and, did pop the balls.
2: Yeah, and then used the uh, the knife to cut him a piece of cake, which the crowd was very excited for. Um, do you think this, this is, is kind of okay? Go ahead. Do you think this is kind of run its course? No, it's, this has me.
0: This oh, has this is me favorite, This is your favorite story. Oh this God. is I told you I told you that this is my favorite storyline As- aside from like the bloodline stuff shenanigans going on there. This is my favorite right here. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 I'm just I'm just saying because you got to think about all the things that Miz has done over the years. This is like you can say this is karma coming back to get him. <laughs> mm-hmm. gotcha. I, this is why this is my my favorite storyline. This is why I'm watching. And I'm just so intrigued just to see what Dexter's going to do to him and how he's going to get away and everything like that.
2: (laughs) Um, So Shawn Michaels thinks Miz – no, hold on. (laughs) So DS is here to give a pep talk as they see the two drivers who are about to face (laughs) Amos. Miz and Maurice come in and they demand something to be done about Dexter Loomis. Shawn Michaels thinks that Miz had to do something to Loomis but Marie, but Miz says he'll do anything to get rid of Loomis. Therefore, Road Dog suggests a match between the two next week, where if uh, if Miz wins, Dexter Loomis is gone. But if Loomis wins, Dexter Loomis gets a contract to
0: Monday uh, Night Raw. It's, it's funny. It is funny that I think was, I don't know if it was you that said it that said um, Road Dog um, definitely um a <laughs> match. They get an opportunity to make a match. <laughs> yeah. Cause you heard, but he was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, can I, can I make the match? Can I make this? Can, make, can we make this legal? <laughs> but then we hyped up the, the 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 two enhancements, Ham, and I was like, oh, this is this is not going to be good at all. <laughs> you just send them, you just send them boys to that slaughter. because
2: <laughs> so Amos versus Robert James and Joseph Torres. Uh, we get a beatdown, some throws, a double choke slam, Omos winner.
0: Yes, they definitely try to build him, continue building him in that into that monster mold and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. For the oh, he got did so dirty portion of the night. Here comes Bobby Lashley for a promo before his United States United States title defense against Seth Rollins. Lashley lists off some of the major people that he's defeated, including Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, and that's when Brock Lesnar's music hits. He interrupts. He comes down to the ring, walks around the ring, gets inside the ring, says hello to Bobby Lashley, and then gives Bobby Lashley an F5. A German suplex, another F5, and a Kimura later, and Bobby Lashley is left land with Lesnar putting his cowboy back home and heading back to the house. So, um, first off, Brock coming here on a surprise, uh, attacking Bobby Lashley of all folks, uh, sir. Your initial thoughts when you first saw this?
0: So I was like, "Why is it? This is what this is what I said. I said, why is it that the black champions are being taken out by Brock Lesnar?'" And I think you know. Somebody in a, in our live tweet took offense to it because they was saying, "Oh, you are trying to make it a racial thing?" It's like not saying the racial thing. It's just like if you want to, ha- you want to have a match with, with Bobby Lashley, then just say, "Okay, you know, they, they want to have a match together." Because they was they talking about as that was in the um in the in the um headlines, they talked about they um having a um you know a, a re- anticipated rematch, everything. Mm-hmm. So my thing is just like you know. It's just like what happened with Kofi? He they had the season premiere of SmackDown on Fox. Next thing you know, he Brock comes and beats him in what six seconds. It's like, come on, man. It was like I mean not not I mean Brock has been entertaining his you know last couple runs and mm-hmm. everything. You know, so it's just like why is this has this has to happen? You know, why couldn't he just take the the uh, money in the bank contract from, you know, theory? He could have just did that. And then you know but whatever. It it was just it was just annoying it was just, it was just annoying to me, but I was just like, you know, if this will get a Lashley Lesnar match probably at um Blood Money's um five or Blood Money Five, then um that's probably what the build up, the build up is too. Mm. Blood Money Five is ground jewel for those who not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, So after the break, Bobby Lashley is being checked on by the refs and the medics. But here comes Seth Rollins with his DDP taped up ribs to say he wants that title match right now. Lashley doesn't really pay Seth Rollins any mind until Lashley says that Bobby calls himself a soldier. But he's really a coward and a disgrace to his country. And you know Bobby Lashley wasn't going to take that laying down. So he doubles back, gets in the ring, tells the ref he can go. They ring the bell, so it's Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, United States title. An early spear attempt is countered into the pedigree to give Rollins a two count. Frog Splash gets another two count. Lashley is back up with the spear, but Rollins is the super kick. A kick to the bad arm sets up the stomp. The second stomp gives, on, gives Rollins the pin. And we have a new United States champion, and his name is Seth Rollins
0: so here's the thing they did this back in the day with somebody i try i was trying my best to find out who this how this happened because the person got i think they got either attacked or they got coursed into you know into um like um give um challenging the intercontinental title and they ended up losing i was just like i don't know i was like was it Raising Ramon was it was somebody who was like they, they was a champion. I think I was trying to think, was it Shawn Michaels who was like, <laughs> you know, you should, you know, wrestling for the title and then they went and hit and they lost the title and everything. But I was trying my damnest to find out who it was, but I couldn't find it. But I know I saw this watching old pay per views on um the network.
2: Well, I think that it's definitely Springboard Seth Rollins. This should uh, be, you know, it's really the. He's kind of been like we were talking about on the Extreme Rules review. He's been down as far as, you know, big matches and wins. So mm-hmm. um, maybe this is now the road to getting Seth Rollins back to Roman uh,
0: at some point. Maybe for um, Royal Rumble weekend or something. Uh, I... but, my thing, my thing is, but my thing is this You said it's setting him up to, for Roman I'm like well, what benefit does that Have for Roman though What, what benefit does that have for Roman You know? Well they need a match
2: and they had Such a good match the last time And the way it ended everybody is waiting To see it again I'm not necessarily saying he's gonna Win it but I mean You know basically we got Survivor Series Which probably won't have Roman In it maybe we got Survivor Series, we got uh, Royal Rumble, and those are the, for sure, two pay-per-views you know Roman is going to show up at before we get to WrestleMania. So, you got to make the most of your opportunities for to have him face somebody.
0: He's going to be at Crown Jewel, but I'm going to say Survivor Series, he's going to be at, oh, yeah, be at the, 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 the main four, you know, but the thing is, well, you know, it has to...
2: Crown Jewel don't count, because you know he going to wrestle Logan Paul so you know that's just a favor type of thing that's kind of really outside outside booking
0: but well, we'll see we'll see you know we got we got weeks until um Crown Jewel and, and then the continue build up to um Survivor Series so we got time to see how that will play out and everything mm-hmm.
2: so after the break Bobby Lashley swears vengeance he wants Brock Lesnar to be here next week so he can whoop him, beat him, and tell him to his face that he ain't nothing but a little bitch. Right. I was like, oh,
0: shit. I'm just fighting for him.
2: <laughs> The Bray Wyatt mask ha- hacks the television feed and tells us to revel in what we are. Then we get a vignette that tells us Elias. It's <laughs> coming we back never. next week. So it took him about what well, I'll say about eight weeks. To grow that beard back.
0: Right. He was he was like, yeah, he was like, take some time off, go to bed back. We be bring bring it back alive. Right.
2: Matt Riddle so, versus Sammy so. Zayn, main event of the evening. Riddle knocks Zayn to the outside and hits the springboard floating bro as we go to a commercial break. Riddle hits a jumping knee, followed by rapid fire kicks to the chest. And then he hits the RKO and he pins Sami Zayn. So, as, uh, so, you know, Jimmy, and Jimmy was trying to help uh, Sami, but I was like, no, no, he got it, he got it. <laughs> uh, he wasn't giving Sammy no love. So as Riddle leaves, here comes the Generation X uh, on their Jeep and uh, they do their big reunion in the ring and a real classy gesture, X-Pac, he says he's glad to be here, and he gives shout. He gives a quick shout out to uh, China. Gives her her flowers. Uh, Road Dog does the New Age Outlaws intro, and the fans do the Billy Gunn part. And uh, Corey Graves said, "Yeah, the other guys out here uh, doing stuff with office equipment." Triple H uh, <laughs> says it's been. It was twenty five years ago when DH debuted, and asked how many people were watching back then. And a lot of people start cheering. Triple H just like, "You all aren't that old." Sean, it's like I feel a lot better now. And then we get the catchphrase before Shawn Michaels asks at the fans, "We'll put them out of their misery if they're out here again in another twenty-five years, and if you're not down with that, and that is how we go off the air." It is. Yeah,
0: they just hit the hits. They did the pose. No, and- oh, so so, so you know because I saw a video I saw, and he said it was the most wholesome. Suck it like what yeah they
2: yeah they just hit the the pose around Sean and the graphic flashed up and that was Monday Night Raw sir wow yeah Yeah. Uh, DX wasn't a major part of the show even though it was kind of advertised so when you uh, or we've been led to believe that they kind of be sprinkled in throughout the show but I I kind of get the idea of now we don't want to take away from these storylines and things that we're building that their appearance wasn't more important than the people that they're establishing or trying to establish or the stories that they're telling. And that's a kind of breath of fresh air.
0: Yeah, it was just like...
2: Because events would have been here, they would have beat up like four or five potential good people. Right.
0: And we'd be like, y'all really doing this? Yeah, yeah we are.
2: <laughs> Yeah, your overall thoughts, sir, on Monday Night
0: Raw? Uh, I mean, it was cool for the season for me, you know, we, we, um... Got some surprises. Got some surprises. Um, so I'm just, you know, I was, I was cool with it, you know. Just, just waiting, like I said, it's like, now that Triple H has taken over the reins, it's like, okay, I want to see what's going to happen next week on the show, I'm gonna- and watching Raw, and, and to review it, you know.
2: Yeah, Um, you know, the thing with Bray Wyatt, I think is going to be the, the the story of it all, though. If they can pull it off with the matches. See, you know, that's always been Bray's downfall. Is
0: he can talk yeah, Jim, it. Jim Cornette was saying that, too. He didn't like the return. He was saying he doesn't think Bray's character fits in wrestling. Yeah, like, He can talk it. He
2: can, he can you know, present it to you in a visual way, in an audible way that's never been done before, but you still, as uh Bruce Pritchard say,
0: the bell still gotta ring. And well my thing is, I remember when Jericho went down to um NXT to wrestle him and they had a great match down there. So I don't want to say why I didn't just didn't trans transfer up here. Well it's kinda like you know, sometimes you can have great things on the NXT and hit the main roster. So maybe it could have been Vince Hindering him from doing certain things, maybe I
2: don't know. Well, we'll
0: see. Like I said, now, now we're gonna see at the trip weights. Watch, mm-hmm. will he shine?
2: Yeah, because if he can make his matches as interesting as everything else, then sky's the limit for whatever they want to do with him, however they want to play it. But you know. When you've got such a, The Fiend was such a difficult character because he's, like, impervious. What the hell are you going to do to him besides what they did to him, which was set him on fire like Freddy Krueger? You know? You couldn't hit him with chairs. You couldn't hit him with steps. You couldn't, I mean, unless you ran over him with a car or bulldozer or something. You know? So, as a tough character to have him wrestling, you know? Whereas if it's more of a little bit closer to the Wyatt family, Bray, you know, and you, you know the demented cult leader with the big guys, you know, behind them and putting up all kinds of booby traps before you can get to them and playing all kinds of mind games and, you know, crazy things like that, then, yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's Kevin Sullivan in the 70s. In oh. But, you know. He still had to wrestle and Kevin Sullivan still had to make the people care when he wrestled, you know. Right.
0: So we'll see. I think I think they'll they'll care. It'll just be, you know it just has to, you know. I think they'll
2: to... care, but I think something about Bray matches Bray Wyatt's matches don't c I guess because the entrance is so spectacular. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that the match is almost like whoo, it's my time to rest because I'm so lightheaded from watching you come out and cheering so loud, you know, and, and being a part of that entrance. Maybe that's, it. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, we're, the, that's the that's the best thing about some of these people coming back that got let go that we thought should be used better or would be used better is now we'll get to see how Triple H envisioned how they should be used than how much different it is than what Vince had in mind. We'll have a direct comparison. You know?
0: Yeah.
2: All right, Mo. About to turn it over to you, sir, for everybody's favorite part of this podcast, the Mo Meltzer News segment.
0: Oh, is that anybody's favorite part? Oh, or? yeah, man. You
2: yeah, know, the, the feedback is always about the Mo Meltzer News segment. <laughs> um... I don't have much. Oh, that means AEW gonna have another backstage fight this week. You ain't have much last week. Nah. Then um, Sammy Guevara and, and Andrade go out here on Wednesday or Tuesday. Right. Talking that trash and then he said he's gonna see him on Wednesday and then he saw him on Wednesday and then everybody in AEW I can like, oh my God, how did this happen?
0: But, um, so first things first, uh, Raw season premiere, that's his best rating since the NFL season started. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it probably helped him a little bit that, uh, the Raiders jumped out to such an early lead. It looked like it was going to be a blowout
0: there for a minute. Right. Um, Aaliyah confirms that she's injured, but she's not sure what she'll be back. Mm, was she injured? Did she say? No, I didn't really go out to say, okay, she's injured. So, Sam's dream, Zyalina. Yes. Yeah. Uh, still still going to be on indefinite hold.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, WWE is interested in Matt Taven. I think him, Maria, yeah, yeah him, Maria. Canellis, um, too? yeah. Well, I don't know about him, but their um contract with uh, contract with um impact has expired. So they need if he's healthy, if he's
2: 100% healthy, they need to try to get Dalton Castle.
0: Uh, no, I think he's still working AEW Dog and Dog Elevation. So oh, word. I thought he was like, well, that was they, R say, they, say, they say he was a um free agent but he's been working those he was working those shows. All right. Gotta keep um, the bills paid. Yeah. Um and it was they say it was like a former tag team or a tag team was backstage. I didn't get their names, but um yeah. So Lashley wants to bring back um he at some point wants to bring back the hurt business. Mm.
2: Okay, that would be fun. I don't know how they would bring it back together, but that would be that would be a good thing for Cedric and uh Shelton. Yeah. Even though uh our boy uh was it Cedric or Shelton that wrestled Carmelo on main event? Damn it <laughs> I didn't think I knew about that, did you?
0: Hey you just full of tricks up the sleeve sometimes, Mo. No full trace. You can easily access it, but they. the whole thing was, I mentioned the thing, and you say you're gonna watch it or not? Oh you yeah, yeah. go, oh, yeah. go, who oh, Carmelo? I'm like, see, you know what? Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> watching that. Well, well, fine. I ain't gotta worry about talking about main event that since you've already spoiled it. Hey. <laughs> so, live
2: podcasting folks sometimes doesn't always go by the script. I'm going into business for myself, like Handman Page, CM Punk.
0: I mean, he could be like, "Yo," he's like, you like Carmelo. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that that match." But no, you want to be, you want to be who's he wrestling? Who was wrestling Carmelo? I'm like, dude, let me get to that point, then we can you can say we can say that. But it's um Cedric Alexander. Oh, Cedric. Okay, no, that's a banger. You wanna talk about level updates since you wanna since you want, to, you want to support everything you want? Uh, well I don't I don't, I don't I don't
2: I don't I don't I don't know who is on level up, so this is a surprise to me, sir. I'm listening.
0: Harvey Now versus Last Legend. Mm. Miles Bourne versus Dante Chen. Who versus Dante? Miles Bourne. Never heard of him. Miles Bourne's been on NXT a couple times. Um in Ikeman, Giro, and Tank. That guy, Tank, who was the security yeah, guy, Bryson Montana and Duke Hudson.
2: Mm. I'm here for the first two matches.
0: Yeah,
2: um, Ivy Now versus Last Legend. Uh, that I wish that was good. That's, that's fun. Say again. I said Ivy Now versus Last Legend. Sounds like I bet you that's fun. Sounds like a good match. A lot of fun.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so it's basically saying that they're pairing um like are starting to do like the 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 crossover with NXT stars mm-hmm. on main event kind of like when you had um you had Jonah when he was there um as Bronson Reed um he was wrestling him and was a turning wrestling I think him and carrying was wrestling on main event. Mhm. He was doing things with against All Truth and um Shelton Benjamin so mm-hmm. there um Definitely gonna bring that back again. Um, yeah, so
2: it sounds like Carmelo Hayes was in the the first one to kind of experience that in this new program.
0: Just had to ruin it. Awesome. I just mean, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you could have be like, yo, you know, of course you don't watch that. Then I'd be like, cool. But I had a feeling. I said he probably already know about this because he be you be lurking, and here you go, spilling all the beans. <laughs> hey man, well.
2: They see it. Everybody sees it except for um, one person. Don't talk about one than twenty like that. Don't talk about her like that. Well she's not being very oozy when it comes to Carmelo Hayes.
0: Uh well WWE they're doing a um a campus rush recruitment tour trying to get some more of these NILs you know, side yes, folks right. I mean, you know.
2: Young kids, young athletes need money. They need to eat. And uh, they've basically created a system where you can openly pay them. So why not? Why not? Smart. Especially if you're looking for, you know, gymnasts or, you know, weightlifters or former wrestlers or, you know. People that you think have an acumen to pick up the business real fast,
0: uh, you know, never. Oh, another thing. So Rock Rock was doing an interview and he and the the young lady asked, um, who's ahead of the table? He said, you're looking at him. Uh, He he said, are you confirming that you'll be wrestling Roman Reigns? He said, I'm not confirming anything, but I will be expecting text message, you know, when he sees this interview i say, Yep. Or <laughs> well, he might address it on SmackDown and be like,
2: <laughs> "Yeah, they gotta they, they again." If they if they can't nail it down, then don't even tease
0: it. You know what I'm saying? Don't even tease it. You can't deliver it.
2: Don't even tease
0: it. They've been dancing around this for you know a minute now. They've been dancing. They've been dancing around this for a minute now, like. Right? when um the, the this was mentioned on or, or um on young rock when he was like um when he was like rolling talking about you know talking about some acknowledge me mm-hmm. <laughs> and he comes up now nah. he said this um kind of magically well, takes place at wrestlemania and he looks to the camera and winks but the guy who plays the old the the, the young adult version of um rock is what it was at raw as well too
2: yeah
0: yeah he was
2: uh, they're moving to Friday nights. I heard. I
0: told Tuesday, you that, which is ridiculous. I told you that right. Is it right? Right eight eight thirty. Right while SmackDown is on. Mm, 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 I told mm, you that over the summer. Yeah, over was... the summertime.
2: yeah. yeah. I, thought, I, I knew I heard it from somewhere. Should have known it was the Mo Meltzer news segment.
0: Give you the news. <laughs> yeah, always, man. But, It's this will be interesting.
2: So I guess this is going to be the training years, like the Mark Henry kind of years now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be definitely those years, but I'm sure Jim Cornette is going to be the next day talking or or (laughs) talking about the story. (laughs) And they they wasn't, they, they wasn't there when this happened. I was like, here we go. Yeah, they they don't they, it's like,
2: you know, it is kinda taking liberties. Based
0: loosely on events that actually happened. Like when they had the um the the big show in Hawaii and it was like they wasn't there, they wasn't with the company, I was like, Oh, we get it. We get it, but it's he's telling the story the way he wants to tell it. So mm-hmm. And then that which they were playing Ric Flair. You know, the early episodes, so Grace and Wild <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah.
2: I gotta, uh, maybe, uh, when the uh, have a rainy day or just a lazy day, I'll catch up on it. Some episodes, you're up on it. No, man, I've, I,
0: I, dude, I forgot, I forgot. Uh, your, your lady be like making sure you're doing, uh, if, um, in qt with her so right all right i mean
2: i barely get enough leeway to get all these wrestling and podcasting and so you know i'll be trying to tread lightly on, on adding stuff just out of the blue but
0: like, you have to do that you're like, you're like, Go
2: right do you know do. what don't get yourself beat up <laughs> yeah yeah so you know maybe uh if we have like uh some downtime, it's just like oh well, let's bend something. Maybe that'd be my opportunity. Hey, that's like, what
0: does rock. Right.
2: Yeah, right. yeah, there you go. Hey, there you go. Yeah, gotta gotta look for those opportunities, I guess. Hey, you gotta
0: um, gotta gotta you know
2: compromise, bro. Yeah, capitalize on my moments, maximize my minutes, as Jim Ross would say. Hope Jim yeah. Ross is doing okay. Anybody heard from him? This week seeing him. He was tweet.
0: on um he was on um he was on he was on the um commentary for um Yeah, but that uh, was before um Texas whooped the dog shit out of Oklahoma. Oh listen, he 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 he, he stuck there it was it was was it Wednesday or was it Friday? It was Friday. <laughs> he was like um beat Texas and was it the like, to zip? Yep. That I was I said, ooh. I said I was like, oh, I said, oh, Jim Ross snuck in that, um, beat Texas, and yeah, I was like, damn, bro, Jake. I, I I know you said beat Texas, but um, <laughs> I, said, I think it think was the other way around. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely
2: was. Yeah, Texas took, uh, uh Oklahoma. I mean, took a uh, big one, big old L this, this was old. with Jade and. Yeah, that's one of those ones you didn't see coming too, because I mean they've been, you know, pretty decent so far this year,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: uh, and Texas has been kind of so-so, but they was ready for them this week. Exactly, got to be for they were ready for them. Uh, anything matriculating out of the AEW locker room this week? They calm everything down.
0: Um. Oh. I mean, Sammy said he's not talking about the whole incident with Andrade, you know, um, and everybody was basically saying he was they was taking sides, saying you know they were like Andrade saw that, but he just said Andrade told him he was going to see him on Wednesday. Like you said, he told him he said I'm going to see you on Wednesday.
2: Okay. Saw him on Wednesday. I, see, uh, I guess apparently uh, people was taking Andrade for play play, and uh, he had to show him that they
0: must, have, they must must they, they you know. Like you said, just didn't know that he came from that Sinkara school of <laughs> with <your> ass.
2: <laughs> um, I swear, man, ever since Tony Schiavone got this talent relations job, there hadn't been a lot of relations among the talents. Friendly relations, anyway. It was
0: like they was leaking stuff out, and the next thing you know, there was like... Now they, fist you know, the has been in the in the, um in the in the news for all the wrong reasons.
2: <laughs> yeah, now they now they fist and They finally had a good women's match on last week's Rampage. Nobody was talking about that. They're always talking about was Sammy Stan and winning the match and getting the pin and everybody being pissed because he didn't get
0: sent home. And yeah, because yeah. they were saying um, they was, you know say it's kind of like you know. Wasn't fair that he got to stay around everything, you know. So he, um, so you know, it's just kind of like you know, try to give, you know, you try to give them some grace, and then the next you know they kind of just fall re, re, regress back, and you're just like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of watching. I'm tired. I mean, i said tired of watching. I mean, they got some good stuff on there, but it's just like you know, just focus on your talent. You know what you got going on, and let's take it from there,
2: right.
0: right? You know, so it's just—it's—I don't know. It's just you know, they, they supposed to be you know, and Tony always be bragging about you know how the ratings are and everything. I'm like, dude, just focus on your company. You know, don't need to take shots at the other, at the other channel. Just.
2: I think Tony Khan might have had his Eric Bischoff, Mike Tyson moment, like, oh, shit, on Saturday night, where he just realized, like, dude, I think I'm in trouble, because WWE seems so fresh, and AEW seems so stale, and so discombobulated right now which is probably very much true about AEW that it's not that it seems that it's those things it, it very much is those things in actuality and it is screaming through the booking
0: and the television yeah it's like you know it's like we AEW has become more watchable and it's just like you know there's a fresh change in charge and so it's you know new ideas new story things like that and it's just like you know the first thing they have to have in AEW was Vince's name stepping down. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because I guess at that point, all the AEW people had somebody to rally against. Oh, that's the man that was holding all our favorites down. He was holding Brian down. He was holding uh, Claudio down. He was holding Moxley down. He you know... So you, everybody had that one figure that could point out and be like, oh, he's the big bad wolf. Oh, we hate him. Oh, we're so great because all those guys are here and Tony can let them do whatever they want. Well, when they erase that guy, then there's no rallying point for everybody to get behind. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to rely on Tony's booking and the ability of the people that he's brought in to hold you, hold their attention, and we're starting to see that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's well, there's, there's nothing big and evil to rally against and prop up AEW against a fight to get fight against anymore.
0: You know. Well, speaking thing. of speaking of, you know, one person you mentioned, um, signed a five year deal with um, to stay with the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that to to be like a coach
2: and mentor and yeah. Uh, exclusive rights to AEW and their international partner New Japan, so he can't do those. Uh, well, they say he could do the independents, but he's gonna do them more, and more of a just pop up basis, not like can't promote, can't promote them type basis. Right,
0: he was saying that basically he's he was he's like come on, he wasn't going to try to be using like trying to you know try to do negotiations with the WWE to kind of like ba- build up his. Um, kind of build up his whole thing to build up his, you know, what he wanted, and everything. Mm-hmm. They said that the contract had expired based on the handshake deal for him to just stick around and everything. And so, um, now he didn't sign, he said that the deal was around all out when mm-hmm. he just announced the date, you know, he, he resigned for five more years and I was like, well, good for him, you know, he's he, he doing his own thing and they, so they said that. Also, they said that with the um, they were shaking up the com shaking up the commentary. They reached out to um Renee to see if she wanted to come back, but what they said, Renee declined, and she might. They're saying she might be hitting to AEW herself, but I don't know. Mm.
2: Well, that would make sense for her to go to AEW, and be with her husband. That would, you know, that would. instead of having, you know. Them separate traveling to separate companies and all
0: that. I'm just saying, and then it, it, it was like also Andre had said in that interview that Charlotte had took off time, you no know, personal time, you know, for I mean, took time off for WWE for personal reasons. And then that was basically, um, they were also saying that, um, I mean, we I, all know what Charlotte out here
2: doing, <laughs> getting another surgery. she gonna come back looking totally
0: different, like, oh gosh. They was also just saying how you know I think remember they was just saying how she was upset with how booking was going on with um with Vince and everything and then how Tasha and you Naomi know, ended up walking out and everything. they just to trying to give folks time to you know when everyone come back, you know they say hey you know you want to come back, doors open. Yeah, I
2: think I think uh, um this is definitely. The I'm going to call them young veterans, the people who are the sausages the Charlottes, the Beckys, that group of people, Kevin Owens, the people who aren't the grizzled veterans of, you know, WWE been in <laughs> there for, you know, 10, 12 years, but they've been there like seven, six or seven now. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is definitely a regime change that they probably welcome uh, because, you know, they've had so much, great interaction with Triple H and and so much spotty interaction with Vince. Right. I'm pretty sure that all of those people just, you know, enjoy things a lot better and have a lot more optimism towards uh, the direction of their career and their character and their life in wrestling uh, with Triple H. I think that, you know, uh, it was time. And wwe definitely has benefited from vince's indiscretions getting him
0: you know onto the sidelines right so we'll definitely see like i said we're just you know letting things play out and we're just seeing how things gonna work out it's gonna be of course it's gonna be some hiccups It's gonna be some things we don't like and everything but it's wrestling. You got the story. get to let the story write itself out.
2: Do you think that, and by the new year, by the end of this year, start of twenty twenty three, that Tony Khan will sit back and restructure things again to where, like I said before, I suggested he just be the guy who signs the checks. And make sure that you know everything is a go as far as things look nice fans are treated well and just own the company and not be so involved or do you think that he's just gonna
0: dig in more and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say if he he needs to just fall back and let the wrestling and i mean i'm say he's a he's a wrestling he's a long time wrestler fan every day and he enjoys you know, the, what he does and everything. But at the same time, you, sir, are definitely, see, you, you went up against Vince, and that was one, that was one whole, that was one different monster. Mm-hmm. Triple H, like I said, on on Sunday, he's been through the trenches. He's been, you know, curtain jerkers. He, you know, had, had his hard times, you know, you know, took the took the blame for the um, curtain call. He had the job to warrior and everything. He had his ups and downs. He finally came to his own when Shawn Michaels retired and he led DX and he became the starter that he was. You know, we watched him grow in his industry. Then he started taking more of a, you know, backstage role. He'd been, like, going backstage stuff for a while, but then he started being a more prominent backstage person, you know, on screen and in real life and everything. You know, he had his setback again a couple years, you know, earlier, late last year, with the um, the um, the heart.
2: Yeah, the heart situation.
0: Situation, Mm -hmm. and we thought that was it. And the next thing you know, you know, Vince steps down, and now he's the man running the show. So he has that wrestling mind. He's like, he's been there. He's he's been there from the like I said, started from the bottom. Now he's here he's and like to say he's handling the rest of the part nick is definitely taking care of the business and the other the other corporate stuff so they got to take care of so with that being said tony Khan needs to realize who he's dealing with this isn't you know some you know almost 8 year old man you know not wanting to um you know be up with the times everything. this is somebody who is still, you know, for his role is still fairly young and is definitely listening to, letting, you know, listen to the people that he's working with to kind of just like do things and everything. Letting things, letting things develop, giving, showing love to, you know, what wrestlers, you know, what they did in their past careers and everything, not, you know, being such a, so taboo to speak on, you know, if they wrestle for New Japan or they wrestle for um PWG you know or you know michael cole giving history lessons and extreme rules or when our first match had happened you know of his kind you know things like that you know we this is this thing that you know that brains that it's just like wow like you know of fans can learn from so Tony you know, Tony, like i said tony khan you know he has you know, the people who his fans of the company you know people watch his product, they, they love the product and everything. But for him to be, you know, net running, you know, definitely trying to compete with Triple H with Triple H mind and everything, he's definitely gonna need somebody that's a wrestling mind who knows how to, you know, to like run a show, you know, book a show, run a show, tell a story, let the story play out. Don't force, you don't have to like. Like we was just saying, he doesn't have to f- force everything in a five-hour pay-per-view. You don't have to do it, or you don't have. Or let the story, let the story breathe. You know, you know, you can give the story, but then let something else play out. You you tell, them, you you skipping, you taking the, the the chunk, the meat of the story out just to get the, the beginning, a middle, and end, and you know, in one segment. Like come on now. You know. Yeah, the the nature of the
2: booking right now is definitely a hindrance and there's this is the part where they've what they've always needed was the quality control where somebody say okay tony if you're not gonna give up the book will at least let somebody go over it and fill in the gaps and ask questions about well how come we're not doing this or how come we're rushing to get to here like you're talking about what it seems like in the natural progression of how we're used to wrestling stories being told. They're missing several key steps to 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 help, you know, bridge the gap in between what we saw you do the last time versus what you're doing this time. Um, and uh, the women's division definitely has uh, had that spotlight on it uh, the biggest because they've had the new biggest star kind of enter their ranks with Soraya. And uh, yeah, they didn't make no sense, and it still don't really make no sense. And we'll see this week uh, what they do if they can make it make a little bit more sense. But until then, um, yeah, man, Tony is uh they're they're starting to take on a little water, man. It's not as uh, it's not as rosy and sunshiny as it used to be over there on the
0: AEW side of the street, man. Listen, you know, we just. You know, just want to see what. Like, if you're going to be, if you're going to, you know, compete with the WWE, okay, you know, then, then do that. But you know what happened? What, what, they, they, they the, the very, the very damaging thing that caused him to be like, to, to regress back. That's, Cody leaving the company. (laughs) You should have did everything that was possible and been like, hey, let's work this out. Mm -hmm. You're right. And then, you know, you let Cody leave and then next thing you know, the whole, just the whole, and then the whole build up. Mm -hmm. Seth Seth going around talking, talking, I don't have a match at WrestleMania. I don't have a match at WrestleMania. Seth comes out there and all of a sudden you hear Wrestling has more than one royal, one more than one royal family. Yeah, and, and it was just like, <laughs> I was like, wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> here we are, <laughs> here we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know the one of the EVPs from the other channel <laughs> at WrestleMania, wrestling Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Like what the I was like, what
2: the hell was that? You know. Yeah, you know, when you come back and you think about it and you get this whole snapshot now, it just definitely tells you that this isn't something that just popped up overnight in AEW that is definitely having been festering and going on for a while. Uh, Cody leaving uh, was kind of maybe the first inclination that man maybe things aren't as rosy uh, backstage as uh, we think they are, or they make things appear to be. And then, like
0: you said, then, the whole thing with um, the whole all-out fiasco didn't make things even didn't make things even better. It was mm-hmm. just like that. Just really just took left him on the ropes, but. Like I said, the, the less more and more stuff comes out about what's going on, then that's definitely kind of like taking the edge off of what's been going on because nobody has really been talking about. It's like having no real, you know, story, so to speak. Mm. But now it's just like now it's just you no know, what the what was next? next. <laughs>
2: Got anything
0: else to add? Nah, I mean it was a good, good conversation. You know, it was. Now we just, um, but just you know, just thankful. Like I said, you know, just thankful that you know we've had we had this platform just to talk and everything, and we can, you know, um, we can, um, you know, Chao thoughts about the the product, and you know, talk about what's going on, um what's going on with the companies and everything this is what i like about doing that it's just like we could talk about the results and everything but what's going on like what do we think about the story and everything what 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 how do we feel about um how do we feel about you know what's going on the stories you know who do we next start to rise things like that that's like you know, i like talk about that because it's more than just you know just sitting there watching you know, watching the show, is like, okay, it's like we've been exposed to the backstage parts. So now it's like, what's going to happen? You mm-hmm. know? Right. And I just want to, just you know, so I'm just so glad that we have this space to talk, you know, that we have others who listen to the show and they talk and they give their opinions on, on the shows and everything too. So, you know, it's a good thing that we have, you know, multiple, you know, outlets to just talk and everything, and we just get, um, and we just, you know, we just have have a good time with it. And I appreciate you for just all of your work, that, all the work that you do, you know, and everything, and just, you know, eight years of this this podcast, just this, just how it just started, you know, came back, and then all of a sudden we just we're all here now. <laughs> You know, I'm here, you know, every, almost every week talking about the, um, about wrestling and, you know, it's, it's a great, it's just a great feeling to just, you know, talk about wrestling and you go not, you know, have to hide and shame and everything because it's like you see on the timeline people talking about, <laughs> people talk about, you know, things that's going on in wrestling, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun feeling.
2: Well, thank you, Mister Moe, to the underscore Reese. I appreciate you so much, man, for um, being our sixth man and, and then you know coming in and being the starter uh, and, sticking, and, sticking, and sticking
0: through the bullshit. <laughs> yes,
2: because uh, you've had the hardest slog uh, in the last two to three years of doing this episode of having to talk about Monday Night Raw. But you know, you 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 had the faith of a mustard seed, and things have turned. And now, you know, I think some people are kind of, you know, looking forward to coming, sitting down, and watching Monday Night Raw and listening to these reviews again. So right, it's like it's like Vince,
0: it's like Vince retires and then
2: yeah, so the dark cloud broke and the sunshine came back out. So definitely appreciate you and uh, and all the dedication and commitment and time that you've put in. Yeah, it
0: was like it was it was it was definitely tough for me to be like, oh boy, like we got to talk about this show. And then we would just be talking and then we'd be sometimes we just be talking and we'd be like, wait, that's in the show. He was like, Yeah. He was like, We have a lot of that that bullshit fuller, filler, you know, that kind of weighed the show down. It was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was the show. We've done yeah. talking. Yeah. We done put the review. We had to sit there and it's like, you know, you know, Vince we replaying and talk about stuff 50, 11 times. We sit there like, dude, we didn't already talk about this, you know. It's like Three times during the hour, it's like they had already talked about the, the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Like I said, I'm just, you know, I said, it's, I'm thankful just to be here. And I hope it, I said, I can see us now, you know, years looking back. Like, man, remember the Russell Have a good time doing that show.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a lot of fun. Thank you to just all the different guests that we have had over the years. Uh, all the different co-hosts that I've uh, had over the years I uh, give a big shout out to uh, especially Sam, Greg, uh, Miss Didi Jaune, Miss yes. Jade to the max, Miss Simmy and Mo to the mm-hmm. underscore Reese uh, for again, all the time and efforts they've put in to review these shows, watch these shows and watch Starwin Terry's boy for their time. And that they put in to helping me uh, do the uh, cast of strong style as well. So just thankful and grateful for everybody who's helped us along the way. Continue to listen. Oh, 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 also, yeah, you had, um, I think, oh, Ms. Moto, yep, gotta give Miss Moto her props. Give her props. Yeah, so, just
0: to... oh, don't, forget, don't forget Forever
2: Young, the Forever yeah, Young oh, cast. Yeah, Forever Young cast, <laughs> yes. My nemesis, Miss Jupiter, Miss V, and Miss Alyssa, yes, yes.
0: Uh, see, this is uh, Thank one I love. I love, like, listen, when they was doing that, I was like, oh, man, I was like, this is why I wish we could have, you know, they would give book a, a another all women show because, you know, because it was just, it's, I love, one thing I love about when, when ladies talk wrestling, I love just to see, you know, it, it's not that whole, when you talk to somebody and they say, oh, I used to watch for The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Bret Hart. And you're like, no, it's like they watch for the storylines they have their favorites. They they talk to us and they, you know some instances, they know more than us. Not just be like, shoot, let me sit back and just listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, it's like you know, I love when I see women, especially black women, talking wrestling. I'm just like, it's just a great feeling because they can enjoy what I what we what I enjoy, and we, you know, we can talk things like that, and you know, I can share jokes with. um, Mad Lizette on Instagram, where, we, where I I can post something and she'll be laughing at it, like like that was wild, you know. Or Julia Jewel, she'll hit me up. It's like, you know, I only listen to rawcast, so I can hear what um with um to see what you y'all you and Don recap and what what news and everything. And sometimes she'll she'll find out something and hit me up or something like she the one sent me the link first about the um the commentary teams um splitting up. I was like, oh shit. mm-hmm like you know, we had people who like they they're just around and they watch the show, they listen to the show, and they um help and they chip in too. So it's like it's like a like I say, it's it's family. You know, we you know we have our disagreements sometimes, but we all just you know still watch wrestling, we enjoy it. You know, we just and we go on to the, wait for the next week or the next um pay per view or premium live event in WWE's case. You know, we just this is a joy just to be around. And I never would thought you know this would be. I'll be doing this, you know, because it was just like, you know, this great just when you was just like, yo, can you come and do the show? And I'm like, yeah, I can do the show. I ain't doing nothing. I can talk, you know, wrestling, especially that one WrestleMania, it was a couple of years ago. And I was over my mother's house just chilling. And all of a sudden you hit me in the DM like, yo, can you um hop on and do this WrestleMania um preview? And I was like, Yeah. My mom was like, Wait boy. I was I was just out in the hallway just talking, doing the podcast. She was like, Why you always say stay in the house? You can just stay in the house and just and it's like I said, no, but we have been laughing and talking, you know. So I I was just sitting in the hallway, just chilling. It was just it was a good time. So it was just like, you know, you know, you you hit me up and say, Yo, you free? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Let's go. (laughs) So yeah. It's all fun, you know, and I'm just glad that we're here just to talk about it, you know. So let's give them eight more (laughs) years. Hopefully you get some more Patreon. Um, subscribers, and then we can just we can re- we can sit back and retire. And be like, I like, remember I used to work a day at nine to five. You just like, I just do wrestling stuff. All the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. That's where you can find the Patreon page. CSPN.us. That's where you can find the, the Wrestlecast and all of the podcasts underneath the Wrestlecast umbrella. Also, check out Comic Book Chronicles and know the score
0: there as well. Also, if you're on Twitter, check out our live tweets. Um, yep. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, pay-per-view, PL, PLEs. Um, if Don's not hosting it or well, I'm not hosting it, Um, it's normally um, Black Marvel, Black Holland, or Colin Wren. You know, three young brothers. Definitely, you know, I enjoy talking wrestling with them as well. You know, they hold out the spaces and you know, we have a good time. You know, it was just like, you know, it's like like I said, just people just come, start coming around. And I was just like, well, who was this? Black, I never give. I was like, Black Holland, Black Marvel. It was like, black, black Holland, Black Marvel. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, those two new guys. And then now it's just like, we all just talk wrestling and everything. So I'm real thankful for them as well, too. So shout out to them as well, too. Yep, yep. Shout out to
2: everybody <laughs> that's been a part of the wrestle cast at some form point in fashion to all the ladies who've joined us for the ladies yeah. nights all uh, the night. years so <laughs> we definitely appreciate everybody man so until next time for my co-host mo to the underscore reese i'm your host don de and this has been the Rawcast. please stay tuned for the parting promo
1: Which brings me
0: to something my father taught me a long time ago, you see. He told me, he told me that the loudest in the room is also the weakest in the room. So in my mind, if you're the weakest
2: in the room and you're a part of this bloodline, well that just makes you a fool. Jay.
0: done this a few times uh, Robin, it Roman, seems I, like... I, I hate to interrupt,
1: interrupt the you know, I'm sorry. It, it's just that on Friday you said that well Jey Uso wasn't your problem anymore that he, he was my problem now Right, so as, you know, maybe as the honorary use, I'd love the opportunity to handle this whole situation. much um well the tribal chief and i were just talking the other night and uh just about you know really we're spitballing more than anything about the future direction of the bloodline long term ideas It was actually a pretty good talk too we got into some pretty personal stuff i feel like we connected but anyways it's um it's it's not even important the whole thing is we just we we feel like your behavior as of late well it just hasn't been very oozy I mean, look at Jimmy, for example. Jimmy. Jimmy, who doesn't love Jimmy?
2: Cool.